Let's go back to our reading of the Bible. The son of Adam was Seth. The son of Seth was Enoch. The son of Enoch was Kenan. Far too many minor characters, in my opinion. You might notice that all these guys live to be really old, 800 years old. I'd like to be patronising and tell you that that was the good old days, but to tell the truth, they just couldn't count, especially near the end. They got to around 70... Alzheimer's was looming, and, for example, Lemek said to his father, Methuselah, "'Remind me, Daddy, I can't remember if you're sixty or sixty-one.' He answered, "'Wasn't I sixty-one last year already?' And so he starts saying he's sixty-two, and then three or four more years every birthday. The Ice Age was ending, and the Earth moved closer to the sun." The sun is a very delicate thing, and I don't much like fiddling with it, and less ice meant more land for humans. The problem was that there was going to be a lot of water on the earth, melting glaciers and rain. I went down on the earth and said to everybody, Look out! It's going to rain! And the locals said to me, OK, Grandad. And then I said to them, no, look, you didn't get it. There's going to be one hell of a rainstorm. It'll be the deluge. But the word deluge didn't mean anything to them, because, of course, there had never been a deluge before. So I said to myself, very well, you know what? Just ignore me and you'll see. That'll teach you. But then I ran into some little calves, which reminded me of that cute little calf that Abel gave me, and it broke my divine heart to know that the little calves would drown. I found this guy, Noah, gave him a telling off and told him, Listen, you're great, great, you put seven greats, okay? So you're seven times great-grandfather, an okay guy, but borderline when you've got a jam project. And well, this guy, John, ah, no, Adam, he worked for me. I'm employing you. I need a boat, a big one. He says to me, to go where? And I said, ah. Upon the water. And he looks at me as if I was some kind of idiot. Listen, Noah, nobody cares where the boat goes. The thing is that in the boat, I want there to be animals. He says to me, but what I really wanted was a zoo. Noah wasn't that bright. And that's your ancestor, which means you started off from way down there. I made plans for him a boat the size of Romania, with air-conditioned stalls, a veterinary clinic, and fields to grow fresh feed. I got carried away, and even planned a deck just for myself, with a giant jacuzzi, and a pirate ship's wheel, and a really big TV screen. And after that I said, you could write Jehovah One on it in impact typeface, in purple, with a little sculpted effect. Or maybe a thing in flames that really hits you. You see what I mean? And don't forget, that in Latin, Jehovah starts with an I. Noah looked at me and said, I'd really like to help you, but there's one small problem. I'm all alone here. He pissed me off. I threw the plans up in the air and said, 
Get it sorted, man. And I left him with a little feeling of Judeo-Christian guilt, which has always worked for management. He made his ark, saving what he could. The great wave came and pushed his boat up on Mount Ararat. He managed to save a pair of sheep, and then one fell overboard during the deluge. I looked after the rest of the animals all by myself with Jehovah One, which I built all by myself, and which I have now parked in the oceans of one of Jupiter's moons. The Adam and Eve business should have warned me. Never delegate a task to humans. Even knowing their global incompetence and their legendary laziness, the results are still disappointing. The Noah thing confirmed this lesson. But all the same, those three bums weren't the last I called upon. Why? I suppose it's like that stupid dog you have at your place. You throw it a stick, and instead of going to fetch it, it stares hard at the stick, without getting what his instincts are screaming at him and the obvious needs of the situation. And despite this embarrassing moment, from time to time you throw a stick for the dog as if it was all going to magically change. Even God hopes, you know. Even God gets let down. But even if he's clearly limited, you really like your little doggy. It's not that bad if he can't build a giant ship or run and get a stick. I went to see Noah, alone and miserable on Mount Ararat, surrounded by water, in the middle of roasting the only surviving sheep, the last on earth at the time, which goes to show that the idea of long-term survival was something vague for him. I wrapped him in my arms, saying, I love you, you know. He looked at me strangely. So... I made the rain clouds disappear, and the sun created a magnificent rainbow, and I said to him, This rainbow will be the symbol of our friendship, our comradeship, without ambiguity or hidden meanings, a love that is biblical, if you see what I mean. He looked at me even more strangely, and then I looked at him intensely, and I said, Go and see your wife, and do what you must do. We will need many children, okay? And he said to me, You'd really better leave, mister. I left. The deluge had its good points. It really emptied out the rubbish from the planet, killing thousands, certainly, but any good criminal lawyer will explain to you that this is my place, and they were squatters. From then on, I was going to keep an eye on Noah's descendants. I was going to give them clear instructions, and they were going to toe the line.' 